1: Hello,
0: hello, here we go. It's the Eye Podcast. What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to the Copy Podcast. It's Mick and Christian once again. It is Bournemouth up next, but do you reckon we should just continue talking about Man United? Because I don't think we did enough of that on the last show. Uh, what do you reckon, lad? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm. You know, I'm. I'm into what is it now? Friday, so it's. Uh, you know, day five of celebrating 7-0, um, So you know, every day has been a fucking uh, party, if you like. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just never ending. Retweeting all the goals. Uh, you know, letting people know that you're still celebrating especially all the mank friends I have you know in Sweden that support my United it's like I don't, I don't let them know that you know uh, they're gonna go and try to think that they've done something special now by beating the Spanish Everton last night so that's the thing they try their, they say they are back and you know world class but no no we got the 7-0 so bye bye off you go you, you shite <laughs>
0: I've loved I've loved as much as like posting like all the stuff like the Peter Drury uh, commentary on it was just that took it takes it to like new levels like the Arabic commentary there's loads load of new stuff that you haven't seen, but I've loved yeah. just as much as all the United fans like going why are we still talking about this? Like, it's been it's been four days, so it's been five days now. <laughs> why was, why are we all still discussing this? It's like, as if you wouldn't be doing the same if the fucking roles were reversed here. You would be absolutely rinsing as dry on yeah. any fucking social media platform. So it's like, and then the whole debate about, like, would you rather have won a Carabao Cup or beat, uh, um, beat Man United or Liverpool by seven goals? And I was like, probably beating Man United, probably beating Man United 7 yeah. because that doesn't... And-
1: uh, they can rest assured that you know, even if it's been four or five days, it will continue for fucking weeks and months and years. You bastards!
0: It will, it will, and, and rightly so because they're going to do the same thing to us. So why shouldn't we? Because it kind of we've had like obviously some good results recently, but that was like, like we mentioned on the last show, the cherry on the cherry on the ice and on the cake of like just an amazing performance. What we need to, we need to now back it up with obviously Bournemouth coming up. Um, Saturday early kick-off. Uh, I'm not, we know about Saturday early kickoffs, especially away from home and whatever, but it's um, going to be very, very tricky. But uh, Klopp done his presser. Some some little good bits out of that. He mentioned uh, Gomez will be training at the beginning of the week. Luis Diaz will be training next week, which is absolutely massive news. Uh, I think we've been pining for Luis Diaz to come back since he got injured, obviously a long injury and how important it is for us. But now that we've got like... Darwin, Gapo, Salah clicked into gear last couple of games. We've got now Jotha and Firmino. We're not as much like dying desperately for him to come back. But for him to be back next week is 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 good news. Obviously, we play Madrid on the Wednesday. I don't imagine. I mean, it would be good if he's on the bench and, and can potentially come on, but I don't imagine we'll we'll risk him. We'll probably save him for, um, I don't know, the, the games after that Man City or whatever, or something like that, won't I?
1: Yeah, I- you know, I wouldn't risk him because he's been out for a long time, and obviously he's done his rehab and getting into fitness again. But the thing is, if you know the game against Madrid, it is what it is uh, with the result, uh, and I don't imagine that we're going to get him involved for just that and risk it. I I'd rather see that we go past the uh, international break uh, with him still continue with his you know uh, fitness, you know, starting training with the with the squad and coming into that kind of form, if you like. So. You know, there's there's no point in my opinion. But you know, if he's match fit and they consider him fine fine to go, that's another thing. But you always seems to be a little bit scared when someone's been out for that long. That you know, if they just play straight away when they're back and everyone think yeah he's back and then something happens, then yeah. you know you can't you can't really forgive yourself, can you? So yeah,
0: and he's not the type of player. He's full like fully committed and like full blooded in in like getting into tackles, and he'll never like jump out the way or anything like that for, for a tackle or if he's going to be tackled he'll make sure he gets a free kick so he's not like the one to be scared or whatever so that that concerns me a little bit as well so that's why I think we need to take a little bit more time with him. and he's been on for such a long time like he's not going to be anywhere near like match, match fit and whatever like he's got the creativity and speed and whatever else but to expect him to come into a game hopefully I mean it's going to be a minor miracle going to their place and, and doing it but I mean stranger things have happened and Something strange happened last week with her um, 7-0. So we, we don't know a Liverpool. You ne- you ne- the thing is, you never know a Liverpool. So just go into it with like, well, could happen. If it doesn't, then crack on. If it does, then fucking amazing, crack on. Um, but he mentioned uh, Thiago as well. He said, we will see, which sounds like it's going to be a little bit longer than, than that. But none of, none of Gomez, Diaz or Thiago were back in training yet. But he said, no new injuries, which is like, that is that is as good as saying diaz is back to me like no one else got (laughs) because we can continue with a similar performance and a similar team that we did against the united but he also mentioned about bobby and said um got asked how like it kind of developed and how the news got revealed to him and stuff and he just said bobby came to see him and he was a little bit surprised but he respected it uh he said I loved the reception he got against United, which we mentioned on the last show. And he said, "I want, I wanted to bring his wonderful story to a positive end, and his song will forever be in everyone's ears." I think that was a nice little way. Yeah. But I mean, before he said that, though, he said, "Like we'll we'll see with we'll see with Bobby in the summer." He said, "I mean that. I mean, I suppose Bobby could change his mind technically because if he does change his mind and Klopp's not going to go, well, fuck, fuck off, lad. You've made your bed to get out. He's gonna he's gonna embrace that <laughs> and potentially keep him on." So. I suppose we'll see, but it'll be I don't know. It's nice to have Bobby back. We've we've said that. We've said that probably fucking hundreds of times since he's came back home, even more so since he um has has announced this news. Uh but yeah, so some good bit of good news there. Um going into tomorrow, which is uh, a top four race lad. I think it, it I think it's quite funny because we've been obviously doing these shows and that and you're, you're trying to when you when you're losing games, you're like, oh right, we're like well, now we're only nine points off, but we've got two games in hand, right? We're only we're only ten points off. We've got a game in hand now, so we've won that, and then now that we've like kind of clawed the, all of the points back, we've got a game in hand over Spurs. We play a half twelve, obviously Bournemouth. We we've I feel like recently we've been like last to play, so we've got to so especially like with Spurs and Newcastle dropping points, and then we beat United. We got we got to see what happened first before we made our move, and that give us extra incentive to win. But this time we're first up, we're first up, and we can go we can go into fourth with a I mean on goal difference. But Spurs will play um, at, at three o'clock. But there's no underestimating how I mean how massive this game is, especially coming off the United game where we were obviously riding a a massive wave and this one's going to be... We need to be as energetic, if not more, in this one, don't we?
1: Yeah, and, you know, considering we... 1-9-0 last time when we played them at home that will obviously be something that they will think about and they will use uh, playing at home against us so we need to make sure like you said and Klopp said it as well we we need to go, go there prepared and do the job even if it's Bournemouth you know without being disrespectful we you know they're not the best team but we still need to be able to do our part of it and get the three points by playing good football. And don't think that even though we won 7-0 against United and everything that is great with it, obviously, and we should celebrate it and always sing about it and remember it for, you know, years to come. Um, but it's just something that we need to think about, that playing another Premier League game away and it's Bournemouth, uh, you know, three points is everything that matters because, like I think I mentioned it in the last show, even though it would never take anything away from the 7-0 win, it still would feel like something that, you know, fucking we won 7-0, but we couldn't, you know, uh, you know continue that good yeah, run away against Bournemouth. And that would be something to be, I wouldn't say sad, but really disappointed in. Because, like you said, it's a top four chase now and, you know, we can actually get to the fourth place. We could potentially reach the third place as well in the longer term of time, depending on United and what they do, because we are, you know, not long or, you know, not far behind them at the moment. So it's just, a game that I feel a bit nervous for now because of the last couple of results that we have a good form. But at the same time, we should look at it like we we know the team now has clicked and we got the rhythm and, you know, we got players scoring goals and stuff like that. So if we take that self-confidence and we go into this game with the feeling that we had and, you know, build on the 7-0 win... I think we have a you know a, a really really good chance to go and win this game quite comfortably, but we still need to go and do the hundred uh, the job hundred percent because they will be off for it. Because like I said, we won nine nil last time. They will make sure that that doesn't happen again.
0: Yeah, and uh, of course, like you mentioned, like the last game provides them like incentive, like Klopp mentioned as well in his presser. But the fact that they went two 0 up against Arsenal as well in the last game, they ultimately lost that game, but. And that's down to Arsenal having that, just that thing where you you get over, you've got that extra incentive to to get over the line and to get a last minute winner. We've done it in previous seasons at the likes of Aston Villa springs to mind, where Mane gets the last minute, and it's like, oh my god, like the it's winning a game, but it's also winning at the last minute, and that that gives you such a a a boost. And I mean, it can kick Bournemouth down a little bit, but they've proven that they can. You can go to obviously they scored like 40 or 50 seconds in that game and got an early start and they still got another one after that so they've got more than enough quality they're probably a much different team in terms of um, I suppose cohesion and whatever since we last played them and we absolutely battered them and it was similar to United where every goal was uh, uh, was going in but yeah it's a top four race and we need to be need to be ready and like you said we need to we need to back up the united one and i think that in a weird way i don't know if, i'm sure the players won't feel this but like more pressure and like you said like to to back it up because when you go and beat you beat united 7-0 and we're going to keep mentioning the 7-0 because it's it's 7-0 and it's seven <laughs> uh let's just keep mentioning it forever uh yeah, you need you need to you need to back her up because if we were the one that like two 0 whatever, we we're like right, perfect, like beat them, that's it, three points. But seven nil, like you need to you need to go and back her up. But um, I mean, I say unfortunately, it's very unfortunate that we're away from home. I mean, that's the way it happens. You've got to play the same amount of games away and away and home. But we've mentioned before on the show like our away form has just been absolutely. Dreadful this season, like it really has. It's been like Klopp mentioned in the press. today like the home form. I think we're in third. I think away form we're like I don't even know. But we've got twelve points from twelve games, so we've, we've basically drawn every away game. If you break it down into into points, which is absolutely horrific f- horrific form. It really it really is. And when you look at like our last five, like and this is why we're like you said, like we're getting a bit of energy, we're getting a bit of people clicking together. Like the last five games we've had. Uh, five clean sheets in the league, of course. Four wins and one draw. The draw was away to Palace, of course, away from home. <laughs> very, very shit game. But we we got a point. We got a clean sheet. It was a one of those we mentioned. Like it was, it felt like a it felt like a defeat in a way because we had some chances. But so the day we could have easily lost that one. But this one is like you said, coming off the back of that one, five in a row. We've kept a clean sheet away. Forms shit, but this is one that. We need to. I I don't know. I, I always feel like we're going into games, and I'm like, I don't know what to expect. Like going to the United game, I wasn't. I was. I was confident, but I wasn't. Like I wouldn't have been surprised either way. But this one is like, like I said, coming off the back of the the last one, coming off the back of the last four in the league. This is something that we need to like set a marker down and especially going first and over the course of the the weekend games just kind of go yeah nice little 2-0 win bang there you go another three points Spurs pressure back on you then and we can just go from there can't we
1: yeah and I I think that's the thing as well like now we like with the 7-0 we mentioned it again (laughs) when we continue to do so Um, this is the game where we just should go and take the three points uh, and back it up like you say because of the uh, obviously, we won't play against Fulham because that will be rescheduled because they progressed in the FA Cup. And then uh, there will be an international break. So we won't play again until we play City away. And after that, it will be, you know, I think it's Chelsea and Arsenal and all that kind of, you know, games as well. I can't, I don't know the order of them, but there's still a, a few really difficult games coming up after that. So, you know, to get three points in this game and then know that, okay, then we play in the Champions League, but it won't be another game until City away. So, And that will be really difficult as well. So this game is like the game where we need to take the three points to just make sure that we put ourselves in the best position to the games to come later on. Because they will be the ones that might just, you know, decide whether we go into the Champions League next season or not. So, yeah, it will be quite tough. And we need to just make sure to do the job tomorrow because not getting the three points will... That will, you know, feels like we we wasted a great opportunity to, um, yeah. to to put the real pressure on the other teams. Just uh, you know, ahead of us.
0: Yeah, because Klopp, Klopp keeps mentioning like we're chasing now, and we've been chasing even when we were losing to God knows who back a couple of months, a couple of weeks, months ago, and whatever. And top four look like a. A, a very, very fucking small light in the, in the midst of loads of darkness. We could still see it. But now we're at a, at a point where all it takes is a couple of wins, a couple of clean sheets, a couple of more games where you, your front three start clicking together. And we knew it was going to happen eventually. It was just a case of how long is it going to take till it, everyone starts clicking into gear? And it's, it started to happen, thankfully, at a good time, where we can now start to put a run of form together. But like I said, we've got City after that, Chelsea away as well, following up, and then we've got Arsenal at home. So it doesn't get... I mean, those April fixtures to start off April. I mean, the City game, we're going to be in Sweden for it. So we're very, very drunk, and it's going to be an amazing day. We'll, we'll have loads <laughs> of bevies and that. So even whatever happens, it'll be good. But the other yeah. ones... It's going to be very, very tricky, um. But yeah, let's let's talk about team then, because obviously I mentioned Klopp said there's no no uh, more injury news, uh, no more bad injury news, which is good off the back of the last game. Would you change anyone? I know we mentioned like um, Hendo being like left centre mid, and it, it, he's having to get used to that role to just to allow Elliot to be do what he's doing now, which is fucking amazing work over on that right side. Would you would you change anything
1: going into this one? No, I'm I'm one of them, you know, to think that, you know, if you had a performance like against United with 7 0 and the whole team was really, really good. And we had great performance from Harvey Elliott, for example, Henderson Fabinho played really well as well. If we talk about the midfield firstly, um I know that we all love Bysetic and I'm um, one of his biggest fans, you know, since he, you know, came came onto the pitch to show what he can do. But at the same time, he's only 18 years of age. We don't have to put pressure on him at this yeah. time, and we can have the patience, you know, it's no. So thing is, if he comes on to play, then I'm happy, but I'm I'm happy to, you know, just use the same uh, team that played against Man United because that's the thing. Like we we got the, you know, we got the options to use now. And if they actually put in a great performance and Harvey Elliott deserves a start again because he played well last uh, game, there's no point, you know, put him on the bench and take Basetti in and, and change. I think just go with the same team because they will have self-confidence, all players, you know, we, you know we, we got the offensive ones that all scored, you know, great goals. They they will be, you know, looking forward to just continue with that. But in terms of midfield, why change it? And, you know, if we need to change it, we got the, we got by set on the bench. He can come in and do a great job, which he did against Man United as well. You can see that his quality for his young age and, you know, to yeah. see him develop and what he can do in the future. I'm, you know, I can't wait to see what he can do in a few yeah. years' time if he keeps on, on, you know, playing like this. But, you know, my opinion is that if you actually come off uh, a game 7-0 against Man United, your biggest rivals, you shouldn't change it. Just go with it because everyone will feel like we, we, you know, we we have something here, and everyone that gets on the pitch again knows that they are on there because of the last great performance. So yeah. I, I don't know. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think I think I think the same. I think Klopp's always been like that, though. If if your team's doing well, whatever, you, and if you're playing loads of games, then fair enough, you need to bring in. Other players, but we've seen like this season, for example, Henderson and Fabinho have an absolute shockers for most of it, and they've not been they've not been played because Klopp's like, well, exactly, I can play, I can only play you for so long off off the back of some goodwill, and after like two or three games, if you're still putting in shit performances, you can't play because we need the points. Uh But we saw Fabinho have a good game, we saw Henderson have a good game. It was much much nicer to say it was much more closer to what they're about and how good they are. We know how good they are, they've just been shit. I think they they'll, they'll be the first persons to say if you went up to them when well, have you been shit this season, but yeah, yeah, yeah Mostly. <laughs> um I mean they probably wouldn't say it in that way, but I mean I'm sure they have honest discussions. I would have loved if
1: they replied like that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm know, sure yeah. they have
0: honest discussions like behind the <laughs> scenes. Obviously Rob always mentioned that they always have like these internal chats and whatever like with the senior players and whatever. So but they've been better. Especially last game, and Harvey Elliott deserves obviously to start. But yeah, I, th- I think yeah with Jota. I mean, in terms of the United game, so Henderson, Henderson, Nunes, Fabinho, Gakpo, and Elliot all got around eighty minutes because they all got brought off. Uh, Bichette came on, Jota came on, Milner came on, Firmino came on, and Jones came on. So yeah. they didn't play the whole game. They all got the ovation that they deserved for for the performance that they put in. Uh, yeah, we saw Gakpo and. Nunez and um and, and Salah linking up, Salah looking absolutely fucking amazing. Gakpo, I mean, we can talk about that his second goal as much, for as long as we want because it was fucking absolutely amazing. But like we've mentioned, they've started to click very nicely. And I mean, at home, I think it's always less pressure because it's like, well, we've got the la- we've got all the fans behind us. If we go one 0 down, we can get back into it because we've got the support. When you're away from home. It's feel like it's a, bit, it's a bit more difficult because obviously everything's against you. Today. You're up against the team that wants to beat you. Uh, the fans are up against you as well. Um, if, you're, if you're looking a bit frail, and I mean, recently we haven't been, but this season generally, you don't really know what's, what Liverpool is going to turn up. But I think after the last five games, the win over United, I think that fragility... I think that it's still there in part, like in, in, in transition, where we can get in. Be- if someone gets in behind us, or whatever, they can have chances, and it can happen. We saw that with the Rashford chance and stuff. But I feel like that mental strength looks like it's starting to come back in, especially with the keeping the clean sheets as well. I think that gives you a lot of confidence, like Van Dijk and whatever coming back in Canate. We know how key is to allowing everyone else to perform better. Trends, most namely, um, but that's something that we, that we need to focus on as well, I was going to say cling on to but we don't have to cling on to, it. we need to focus on that and that's something that we can start to turn the dial on as we get further and further into the season and this is something like usually this game, like Bournemouth away, we'd be like, it's a, it's a difficult place to go to but generally, we tend to score loads of goals and, and, and win the game but in a in a way, what we're looking at now after coming off this game, the little bit of pressure to to back it up, Bournemouth done really well against Arsenal. They will want to prove a point. They want to prove a point because they got battered last game at Anfield. So it's yeah. it's a it's mixed up all nicely, and it's obviously in their favour because they're at home. So we need to go there and just like nice early goal burst like their little mini bubble of like trying to dent our top four hopes and just kind of crack on from there. Because we've seen it in the United game how, how good we can be when we when we turn the dials up to hundred percent, haven't we?
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. Like we keep on mentioning, like we need to go and do the job 100 percent and be there straight away from the first minute or the first second even. And you know, if we can have the speed and the control of the game like we had against Man United, even if we play away, you know, that I think we would I think we would, you know, be able to do the job. It's just like you said. It's always a little bit nervous. We know where we are on the table now. We we know what at stake as well. You know to get the three points and chase down um Tottenham and get the fourth spot. Then actually, you know, come close to Man United. So it's it's actually I feel more nervous now about this game than I did you know initially against Man United because the thing is we played them at home and yes, we, you would never want to lose to your biggest rivals at home, obviously. And but it just felt like that game can always you know go you know you never know what's gonna happen in yeah. them kind of games like a derby obviously against Everton or against Man United. You know the, the form goes out the window. It's more of you know who actually turns up and wanted the most and obviously this time we just bat United and to go away against Bournemouth, it's just another, it's just another day at the job, if you like. And you want to, like you said, we usually go there and, you know, score goals and have a good time. But at the moment, it's such an important timing to play them away. Uh, And that's the thing as well. Like if it would have been like Chelsea away, I would have been like, oh, fucking hell. Or, you know, Arsenal away or whatever. I would have been shit. This will be, you know, this will be really hard to back up their 7-0 against United. But at this point now, we we have a, great opportunity to get them three points to be in a much better position when we play their bigger teams if you like so that because of that i'm quite nervous but at the same time i feel if if we can just you know play the way we did at home and we got the Gakpo, nunez Sala, everyone's you know scored goals and they were flourishing and you know everything was in rhythm and everything everyone was you know you can see you can see the smiles and the feelings and the emotions of the players as well in the last game. Like they they know they now know that they have something really good going on. Uh, they had a difficult season. Now things start to be so much better. And you know, to have both Gakpo and Darwin Nunez scoring goals in this way gives them a you know this Great boost of confidence as well. So, I'm quite sure what we're seeing now is, for example, Darwin Nunez. You know, I think he will continue to score goals like I wouldn't say every game, but very often because now he's in this position where he comes over that kind of level where, or, you know, what do you call it, obstacle where he felt the pressure all the time. Like, I need to score goals because I was bought to score goals. And I have scored a few, but I had difficult moments. I went to the World Cup; it didn't really click for me. You know, other fans uh, to other you know fans to other teams. You know, they're starting to say I'm this or that. Even though we've been backing him up all the time, but now he's showing everyone that his quality—not only us, because we already knew it—but he knows that himself, and that would help him so much to know that. You know, I reached so many goals already. I can score a couple of more, you know, goals until the end of the season. Maybe he's even reaching 20 goals his first season in all competition, which will be great for a new signing, obviously. So I think now when he knows that himself and don't have the same pressure, I think he will, you know, just continue to score of goals. So I get the feeling now with them three up front, Bournemouth, without any disrespect, but I think, you know, they, they will score some goals for us. So you know, hopefully that help us to get the three points.
0: Yeah, and just speaking of Darwin, because um, he got voted, of course, Liverpool stand the uh player of the the month for um, February, and it was some some good quotes actually, which he was he was mentioning about, like um, he said he'd like to thank thank the fans because uh, it's the that for for that because as soon as you come out for the warm up you hear your name being sung it's incredible it gives me goosebumps i've never heard anything like it before it's great for me and for my wife too even she said to me it's incredible how they support you and how they are always behind you um and yeah and it's it's something that is i wouldn't say it's unique <laughs> to uh, for a fan base to be behind a player that isn't playing well because that's what a fan base should be doing but in terms of like we've had like quite a few strikers over the years who've came in and maybe I don't know. Struggled a little bit. Uh I always think of Crouch. I think Crouch is the main one. He came in, and didn't score for what like felt like I don't know two yes. years. <laughs> like it was like it was like I think it was 19 games or something. In the end, then he gets one where it like lobs up off someone's fucking ass cheek, and the keeper should save it. And he <laughs> drops it into the net. Then he scores one straight after, Um and that was because he was supported. He never felt pressured. I don't know we've seen Darwin. He's obviously been pressurized and certain situations where he's through on goal and he snatches at it and he misses chances and whatever but like you said with Gakpo coming in having a bit of time to adapt now scoring goals as well Salah um, going from the worst season ever to the best season ever I mean that's just Twitter's views for you all of a sudden um, but having a very good season all of a sudden starting to like turn up the energy and stuff and scoring more goals like he, he did in the last game Takes the pressure off him a little bit. Takes like, like you just said. Takes the pressure off him where he gets into positions. He knows he can pass to a, a player and they'll score. It's not all on Darwin Nunes to score the one chance we have to give us a one nil win, like it has been maybe in the past. Um, the rough majority of majority this season, to be honest, when we've needed them to pull us out of the shit, but it was nice for him to get that recognition as well because and he appreciates he, appreci- he appreciates us for giving him the backing, and it makes you want to give him even more. Like it makes you want to even we've mentioned yeah, like, yeah. He's one of our favourite players now, but it w- makes you want to like just like be there for him and be like yeah yeah he- he's the guy that can can push us to whatever he wants to as, as long as we've got the right players around them. But it was it was a much deserved. <laughs> whatever I mean it's not a massive thing like player of the month for standard chart or whatever but it's, I suppose it's a nice thing and nice to see that he's like acknowledging the fans as as being a big part behind his form and stuff
1: yeah, and that's the thing, like, it's his first win, I guess, I can't, I, I don't really, I don't see them that much, you know, when it happened, but, you know, you read it and then you forget who's won and stuff like that, but that, oh, yeah, that's only me. The last but, couple um, of
0: weeks, the last couple of months, though, it's like, oh, who's your pick? I was, yeah, Bacchetta. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one but, uh, <laughs> else.
1: Exactly. So, you know, that's, but that's nice for him as well, you know, that will give him self-confidence as well, that he knows that he was picked at the, you know, our best player during February and... You know, that says something, obviously, to him. And he feel pr- he will feel proud about it. And you know that the you know, says as well, you know, in his comment about the fans uh, always backing him up. And we we liked him since we saw him played in Benfica when he played against us. You know, I think that's something you everyone was like, that's a player. You know, we like him. He should be perfect in Liverpool. That's what people said. You know, that's one of them players you want in Liverpool because he got all the qualities and he scored loads of goals before Benfica. And you just thought that there's something that he has that you just like. And you can see that he got these skills like a footballer. You just want to see where it can take him because he got so much potential. And when we bought him, I was like, yes, this is great. A young player who can score goals, who can play in different positions. Who's You know, he's very unpredictable. Um all them kind of stuff. He can score with his feet, with his head, he's strong, he's fast. And then, when he comes in and starts you know his career with us to actually score goals you think like this can be something and then obviously he had a little bit of a run where it didn't happen for him and you know he over probably overthought situations you know and stuff but as soon as it clicked and it seemed to be doing that now you know everything goes like natural for him and that's what it is he's a natural goal scorer and even though he plays to the left now he he's providing others to score as well and i just think that it's just a Something that we really can benefit from, even though, you know, with Luis Diaz coming back later on and he's a left wing player that Nunez can play on that uh, side and he can be really involved in both mm-hmm. assisting and scoring goals. So, you know, we should just be celebrating that we have that kind of player in our team that can, you know, help us. So, yeah, good for him with the, with the um, uh, with the prize and good for us that he's, you know, starting to score loads of goals. So just continue with that. I'm happy. Yeah,
0: and it's no coincidence, like we mentioned, like Gakpo's starting to show um, show how good he is and he's dropping into those gaps and it allows it allows Nunez to go central. It, like we saw, years gone by, it, Firmino allowed Mane and Salah to go central. Gakpo can allow um, Nunez or whoever on that left-hand side and Mo Salah to go central and get into those areas. And like you said, he's a, he's a goal scorer. As as erratic as he is, we can all appreciate that. He can get very... He can improve loads, that's the scary thing. He can improve his finishing loads, but he's already very, very good at that. So that imagine how good he's gonna be when he starts to score more goals. It's gonna be very nice. Um but just checked it's his second one. So I don't know if this season's just washed over me. His first one was in November. He got this player of the month, um which I mean third season. <laughs> third third month in the um in a new season and in a new club he got he got it in November. And it was Salah Over in December, Bichette January, and then Nunes February. All right. Um, but even still, I think at this time we're we're more settled. We're noticing the good. We're noticing those these things more. Obviously, when you're winning games, that you don't notice it as much. When I don't know when you're winning a couple, but you you still you can tell Liverpool in essence aren't there. And you can I think we can see that they're starting to be there, which is nice. Um, but yeah, lad, score predictions score predictions because i don't i don't think any of us said 7-0 for the last game i can't i don't think oh I, i'm sure i did uh oh <laughs> shout out to paul because we in, in our uh whatsapp group um if you want to join our whatsapp group by the way just give us a message on um twitter or instagram copy podcast we've got the whatsapp group and paul was like um oh, christian didn't do his uh if liverpool win 6-0 i'll shave my head which we used to do on the youtube live shows and that was, yeah. quite, that was quite funny. But um, yeah, what, what are you thinking for this one, lad? Um,
1: oh, It's a tough one. But I, I, I've been going with 3 1 lately, like for a couple of games. And I did against Man United as well. So I, I take a 3 1 win, like away against Bournemouth. So even if we concede one, we're still winning at the three points. So I, I say 3 1 Liverpool. You know, yeah. I've said it so many times now. So it probably will be 7 0 Liverpool. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's like a, it's like a broken clock it's right twice in the day. So it's going to it's going to yeah. it's going to happen at some point. Um yeah, I'm just looking at Bournemouth form. Obviously got beat the last two games in the in the league, Arsenal and City. Fucking hell, their run of run of fixtures in the league's been shocking. Like City, Arsenal, Liverpool in in a row, fucking hell. Um yeah, so they got beat 4-1 at home to City. Um yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go for 2-0, you know. I'm going to go for 2-0. I I'm loving these Premier League clean sheets. Like just like, yeah, just keep them out. We might concede a few chances as long as they don't go in and we can recover and get some goal, get an early goal and whatever. Like if it's Darwin Nunes, even better, obviously. Doesn't count for two goals when Nunes scores. I wish it did, but if it just feels we love seeing him celebrate. We love seeing him score goals for Liverpool. So I'll go for a, I'll go for a 2-0 lad and keep up the pressure. Go ahead, the spares. They'll drop points to Forest, and then we'll go from there. We crack on. We'll be in the top four, and then we we have to we have to build on it and keep the momentum and going into the Madrid game and stuff, and the City game, which we're we're looking forward to on the first of April in Sweden, live show. If you're around in Sweden in North Norrshopen on the first of April or the 31st of March, because <laughs> we'll be we might be having we might be partaking in a few beverages that night as well so if you're around (laughs) then and you fancy a pint just let us know (laughs) Uh, but yeah looking forward to it Uh, but just before we go I want to give a shout out to Jack Design because when we go over to Sweden we'll be taking over some stuff from Jack which is gonna be boss for like a giveaway but we've, we're also like partner with jack so if you want to go over to his, his shop his store it's jackdesign.uk forward slash shop and enter the code copy to 10 and you get yourself 10 percent off so loads of new stuff on there obviously there's are um like a seven up mo salah t-shirt or a hoodie which is absolutely amazing <laughs> Um, just, just like, just so quick. I don't, I don't know. Just creative. Like, I, I, I class myself as creative, but like when people are like, just know how to like create a t-shirt design off the back of something that's happening and being so reactive in a, such a great way. I'm just like, yeah, fair play. You've got it. Here's, here's me fifteen quid. Take it. Take me money. Give me a t-shirt. <laughs> I need to have it. Uh, but there's loads of good stuff on there. Uh, I've mentioned before, like mugs, Liverpool mugs. Um, yeah, fucking badges, calendars, t-shirts, hoodies, the loss, if you head over and you fancy some Liverpool stuff, enter the code by 10, get yourself 10% off. Uh, but yeah, nice one. We shall leave it there. Let's hope the Reds can build on uh, five, five good results, five clean sheets, hopefully another clean sheet. I mean, I'll take a 3-1, like you said, if, if if the clean sheet run has to end, it has to end, it has to end somewhere, I suppose. But... If Liverpool can win and, and build on what we've what we're seeing recently, then we'll all be fucking very happy. Um Yeah, and nice one everyone for listening. The last show against United have done very well. We had so many messages on Twitter and stuff, just like saying that they loved it, which was obviously very nice for us to hear. And we do enjoy seeing and reading feedback. So if you if you do want to let us know, even if you say you want to be constructive and say I don't know christian needs to shave his hair more or i don't know or you've got i don't know and any 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 feedback is good feedback in my book it just lets us know that you're concerned about us and you want to tell us you want to let us know how we're doing which is good but I, um,
1: yeah but I, but I did think about actually shaving my hair you know hair off the the 70 and have a hat on me and then when we started just you know take it but, like I said, you know, I think I wrote to you, I, I said that to my partner, Evelina, and I said, I, I might just do it she because like, nah. it's fun. Because I said it before, but she was like, You do that, you don't have somewhere to, to live or stay, you, you fucking, I'll kick you out. I'll be like, it's not, All right, it's, then it's not, it's it's not worth it night. now because it's, it's too cold this week at this time. If it was more close to summer, maybe I'd be like, Oh, well, fuck it, I'll do it then and I'd fucking sleep under a bridge for a while. I don't know, but. <laughs> Is yeah.
0: it? Yeah. If you beat United seven nil and you shave your head, it's probably you could probably get by under the bridge for a day or two just off pure adrenaline, and then, you, then you'd be like, exactly. right, need to probably get back <laughs> home now and have a shower. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll see in the future. Maybe maybe it come back at some point where I go like, yeah, if we beat them five nil, I'll do this or that because it's a little bit fun. I've done it before, <laughs> you know. So yeah, we'll see.
0: Ah, look forward to that then. Uh, nice, right? We'll leave live show nice?
1: shaving in Ah, oh, yeah,
0: yeah. We if, you should. We City
1: away with five nil. I'll shave my head live. There you go.
0: There you go. You're <laughs> here first. Well, we we'll be doing obviously. there's a live show. What we're doing, like it'll be on YouTube as well and Twitter. We'll try. We're going to be trying to stream on everything we can. So if that happens, then you'll, yeah, you'll get to see. I'll bring me clippers, especially in case because Christian will forget. And then no one will have them. I'll have to go and fucking find some scissors or whatever to do. <laughs> uh yeah. Nice one, everyone. Uh for listening. We appreciate the support as always. Nice one, Christian. Once again, for jumping on up the fucking reds. Let's crack on from the United World and beat Bournemouth and get back in to the top four and go on from there. Up the Reds. Nice one everyone. See you very soon. <laughs>
1: Podcast Network.